Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castile and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked, or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at handsoffmypodcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American Pacific Islander, Black Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps. Dios te bendiga. Hey, this is Jasmine. Have you ever wanted to know what is the latest and greatest of businesses, entrepreneurs, musicians, and artists around the world? Have you ever wondered why did they make that choice, where they're going, and how can I support them? Well, you come to the right place. If you haven't heard already, I have some amazing guests all the way from Africa and as close as Texas, where I live. Check out Noise Blue Zion podcast on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, and 30 plus other platforms. Today's guest is Victor David Lawal. He is the organizer of Waves of Success Foundation. He currently has a project going on called Face of Success, beauty pageant letting the world know about the happenings in Nigeria and Africa and what his organization is doing to make the world and humanity a better place. Topics of discussion, humanity, entrepreneurship, education, health, and artisan funding. Please give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Victor David Lawal. Yes, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> so how are you today? How was your day? My day was splendid. It was, um, I think we're entering the weekend right now. So more like um, Friday, you know? Friday. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, so. Delighted to be here. and I'm very, very happy. So thank you for the opportunity. Oh, yeah, you're very welcome. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Where did you grow up? Can you tell me uh, some information about your background? Yeah, my background, as um, you might have known a little bit of it, I am from Nigeria in um, a place called Kogi State. Kogi State is a state in Nigeria, and um, and I grew up here. My parents are all here. We are all in the same state. Well, that's good to so. have. That's good to have family near you. Um, me living in a different state altogether, um, I, <laughs> if I think about it i believe my mother lives about a thousand miles away i'm not sure what it is in oh. kilometers but oh wow yeah no, we live... it's actually it's actually not like that just because uh your parents are in the same state with you doesn't mean you always see them or they always see you yeah you know how it is when the bed gets out of the nest sometimes uh <laughs> it's really really hard to go back home Yes, so that's we're true. Not, we're not like the time where mommy or daddy gets to cuddle you, clean your nose, or clean your face for you. 
clean faces and clean noses at my own house because of my kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> one, soon when they when they grow wings and they fly away, they tend yeah. to leave you alone. Yeah, well, it's fine if they want to call me up sometime, but that's it's nice that they're living their life. So Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's awesome. Thank you. What are you proudest of? Growing up as a child, I have seen myself in some positions that I needed help. I see other people also need help and then I cannot do anything about it. I've always had this passion that I will find myself in a position or place to lift up or lend a helping hand to somebody. And uh, when I now grew a little strong and I see myself as a volunteer or part of um, initiatives or projects that tend to put smile on people's faces, Whenever I see myself in such places, I am always, always very proud and happy and happy that I could tend to lend my hand to somebody, lift them up or be a support system to somebody. I'm always proud of that. Very proud of that. That's why whenever there's a call that, hey, we need volunteers for this, we need somebody can only do this or I'm always running for that. Or I myself can can even bring up such initiatives or projects and be like, hey, come and look at here. This place needs a little touch. This place needs a little help. Can we do anything about it? Can we help? And that is what I do. That's awesome. Yeah, I love when yeah. people like give back and the passion that you have doing it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing that you can't forget where you come from. Some people forget exactly. that because they get celebrity or they get more money or they move away and it's like they forget where they come from. And it's so good that you were able to say, you know what, I want to contribute to my community and my people. And that's amazing that you still have that heart involved in that. So awesome. Um, Humanity first. Yes, exactly. If you could hold on to one memory from your life forever, what would that be? (laughs) Just one memory. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, if you want, if you got more than one, it's, it's usually the question. So it's like, oh, but you, yeah, tell me what other memories yeah. you like to hold. Actually, there are a couple of things that have happened in my life that I would say uh, I was very happy about. And I would really always remember those times or moments. And then I used to feel they were special. But sometime last year, uh, in the course of my services, well, in the course of my services, I'm volunteering. I, I found the opportunity to travel to Dubai because of what I've done or because of what I, my contribution and all. I got a reward to travel to Dubai for two weeks. Wow. I was very happy. When, yes. the news came, when the news came out, I was very happy. I, I didn't sleep that night. I kept <laughs> jumping up. I was so happy. And I thought that that was the happiest thing for me. But then I saw another different type of happy when I got into the plane and I was given a, a position by the window side. And I had this view of um, the atmosphere outside and all. I was, I could not hold myself. Yeah, and every amazing. Time I spent, every time I tend to think about, have I ever been happy in my life? Man, it was that moment. Wow, yeah. It was that moment. I remember like my first plane ride and it was just yeah. like, and ever since then, I think every time I've ever been on a plane after that, I've always, by random, 
I'm always wow. seated by the window and I love just opening up the window blind and just like stare and down at the, all the beautiful the lights. Yeah. I kept doing that. I kept doing that man. It was awesome. Even when I got when I got to Dubai too, I just could not imagine believe my eyes that wow, this place is awesome. It's yeah. amazing. Isn't it beautiful yeah. just to go to have the opportunity to travel outside of like our little yeah. comfort zone. It's beautiful because there's so much to see and there's so much to explore and just like all your was, all your all things are endless when it comes to stuff like that. It was actually more amazing when you know you realize that um you didn't probably save up, it wasn't your money, it was just you being rewarded for the things that you've done. Mm-hmm. And I think it's actually good when you when you are noticed for doing a good things and then you are rewarded for them. Exactly. So, that's beautiful. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so what does your future hold? What do you what do you believe it holds for you? Many, many great things because um I am consistent and I am experienced and hardworking. And from where I'm from, if you can make it here, believe me, you can make it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I feel that I am ready. I got the drive. I've got the energy, and um, with that, if I can channel it very, very in the good places, then I believe that my future holds many things that will be a form of um greatness. And I can't wait to get there. Yeah, yeah. I, just from listening to all the things that you're doing right now, you're going to go far. There's no ceiling for you. Because it's it's limitless, endless for you. I, I really think that you're going to go far. And it's so exciting to speak with someone who has such a passion to just do what they can to contribute and, and enjoy and love what they do. So thank you very much. What are the best resources that have helped you? And I guess maybe probably talk about. Well, books have come true in one way or the other because you tend to read sometimes and then pick out a few things some ideas and um, resources. There are also people, some very, very great people, some special people who you have learned one or two things from that have helped also. We have um, the social media too. Social media has also come true in one way or the other. And then the tech tools, like we have um, Coursera, Google, uh, Udemy, YouTube and all, you know. Tech tools have also helped a lot. And um, I believe, and they are still helping. So mm-hmm. just um, being able to filter the positive from the negative, you, have, you can do a lot with resources like that. Yeah, yeah, technology is a wonderful thing, especially when you have the yeah. ability to look online and find out what's going on. What, and yes. What you really need, because there are actually a lot when you want to look there. And oh, there are yeah. sorts of things that are not good for you. There are a lot of things that you should just probably do away with. Mm-hmm. And there are some that are very, very important that will come in handy. So you just need to pay attention to details and know what is good or what, what works for you. Exactly. I have your posters here. It's a, a pageant of some sort, right? It's called yeah, Faces yeah. of Success. Face of Success Beauty Pageant. Can you tell me more? <laughs> a Face of Success Beauty Pageant. It's uh, actually more like a tip of the iceberg of what the NGO Waves of Success Foundation does in this part of the world. 
So uh, Wave of Success Foundation is an NGO. That is actually where I work, and I work as a financial um, officer in that in this in the organization. It's one out of human necessity, and um, we do a lot to see that the average person is given a little hope. You know, we touch lives, we reach out to people with four major thematic areas. We have um, health, education, sports, and then we have talent search. Under the talent search thematic area of Waves of Success Foundation, that is where the face of success beauty pageant comes in. Okay. Because when we, when we do initiatives on that sport, it's more for the male male figure because it's probably circled around football and all and it's more dominated by the male gender so now we decided talent search sometimes we tend to do um talent hunt and all but then this beauty pageant is more for the female the young women between the ages of 18 to 26 who have passion to reach out and impact their society too and um and don't have the platform or strength or way to do to go about it so we decided to come up and identify these girls and um put them through some processes of screening and um when they go through that the girl with the most experience most um resilience hard work and all emerges as a winner and then she's been put in salary and then comes the trip and other stuff to that will help her to be coming up with different initiatives, come up with programs of the of a whole year of her reign as a queen face of success to mm-hmm. impact. That is all about face of success. Okay. Can you tell me more on how they are qualified? We score them based on um intelligence, charisma, discipline like um patience, tolerance. It's broken into say stages. We have um the online and the voting part where we tend to observe and let people vote for you. So um, when that would a certain percentage will, will be accorded to those contestants, which will be documented down or recorded down. And after that, we don't stop there. We now move to the audition. Mm-hmm. The physical audition is like a way where we have three judges that will scrutinize, that will ask and then twist these contestants in a very, very tricky way just to find out the littlest thing that can actually show that you are saying you're for real, you actually have good intentions or you're pretending. And then records from there too will be added to that of the voting, which will now bring us back to camping. And in all these processes, um, let me not forget, we tend to take out or evict some ladies that we see actually lack the what it takes to mm-hmm. be the face of success because sometimes like our last year we had about 140 something ladies young women who registered for face of success wow. so through the process we kept producing them first of all from 140 down to about 80 that from the voting then coming to the audition from 80 we brought them down to about 40 then 40 went to camp we hosted this for it in a camp. Like a camping is like in a hotel that have all the facilities, and you have like two girls in a room, and uh, you have a roommate. Your relationship with other girls, and how your support, how you support them, your how you wake up in the morning and just complete some tasks. How early you wake up, and we just give them tasks that they should complete, 
and then they are just judges that are monitoring and then watching them and you know just like they do other pageants out there but that's our standard so we just put all that in place and then when we see that there's actually some girls that are actually lacking behind we evict them or if there's anything that comes up we evict them so in that campaign for last year we brought them down to 30 who made it to the grand finale which is the final stage now you also have now the crowd, the audience, it's now like an event, a major ceremonial event, mm -hmm. a whole hall filled with people and three major judges who are going to be side with the responsibility to select the winner with the scores that they have been given from the other previous stages. And then everything happens that night. And at the end of the day, the girl with the highest point that has been seen to get most of um, the criteria that we are looking for emerges the winner, the lady with the second comes up second and then third respectively. And that is how we manage. Okay, interesting. Has this started recently this year? We started since um, 2018. We have kept at this continually. And now from 2018, this is 2021 edition coming up on august 14 it happens august 14 of every year as a tradition so now august 14 we're going to be in a hall for the grand finale office of success 2021 because the process has already begun so do you start like at 2022 and start it all over again or yes exactly it's just um pageantry is actually like a one-year reign for beauty queen mm -hmm. so uh, 2018 queen handed over in 2019 to another queen the 2019 queen handed over to another queen in 2020 2020 okay. is going to hand over to this another queen in this 2021 august and then 2022 again like that so it's just a yearly win okay august 14th is the day yeah. that this the finale when does the 140 women what date does that start for 2022 that'll be sometime around um may that will be where the registration is going to begin. And mm -hmm. um, during that period, you have the opportunity to register um, between April, May, and then registration might close around June, thereabouts, which now the process of screening will now begin. Because okay. you have to start scrutinizing, start screening all those, all those young ladies and keep evicting and keep selecting and keep pushing and until yeah. you get to the grand finale. Yeah, that's and a lot. Lady standing. <laughs> so we actually work with time and all. Yeah, that's, I mean, you. how many people are involved in doing that? Because 140 women, that's quite a lot of, yeah. it's just for you to do on your own. So pageantry generally have this negative narrative where people, some people tend to see it as um, a way whereby um, young ladies tend to use their virtues, tend to, okay, become wayward and all. And um that is not completely wrong because it's actually true. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we are a body that actually have a reputation to protect, want to keep our integrity. And um, we're not just a person. We're not just this. We are an organization that um, we have laid out standards to make sure that the whole process is transparent as possible, as best, the best we can. And so... Normally, we still have three judges and then we have three observers that okay. will be observing the judge. So there will not be anybody that will come to compromise. The power is not in a person, in a, in a single person's hand. 
So That's when good. it's in a single person's hand, he will be able to probably manipulate or something. But then it's in it's breaking different people. So, so we are encouraging these young ladies, young women, to actually put in their best, just work hard and put passion in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, there's no influence, there's no form of um, favoritism or godfatherism or whatever. When you mar- when you really when you merit it, you will get it. And that mm-hmm. is how it works. So like for the audition, there are going to be completely different judges for, during the audition. And when the audition is done, when you come to the grand finale, you are going to meet three different judges. So they are going to come from different places that don't even know these ladies and they don't even know themselves. So they are just to come and deliver and then come. Just mm-hmm. imagine there was uh, an arrangement for you to come and be part of the judges. You just come and meet some trained girls you never knew from anywhere they also don't know you are you right. not going to say okay uh that person is my sister's friend daughter daughter's friend or something and i want to favor her so that is how we do it yeah that's so, good and that's and that that's why we keep getting that number of contestants because they see that we are that transparent we are real and um we're not biased that and that's why they keep coming because so their efforts will not be abused or their efforts will not be wasted yeah, that is a great way you have. So, and how long have you been doing it since 2018? Started in 2018. Okay. And we have kept it going and we are still going. Well, that's awesome. That's wonderful because mm-hmm. then other people are like, okay, I've never heard of this type of pageant, but now I know from this podcast they, and to encourage these women to get to partake in that because I mean, that's yeah. all positive. And, uh, and uh, let, me not, let me not forget to add that when the queen emerges, she's not expected to now just go and sit down and or just she's now with the responsibility to carry out about four projects in the course of her reign. Mm-hmm. First quarter, second quarter, third, and then the fourth quarter too. And which she'll be giving reports to the office. Uh, we have an office and she will she's gonna have a desk in the office and she's gonna be paid monthly. And then there are others, other promotional plans and um, endorsement deals and all where she's going to be having some little two grants or money to come up with, especially when she comes up with initiatives. Like, and then every year we tend to have different topics that we do. Like in 2018, it was community development, like community service 2018, which actually went well. The queen now had to just do community service. Like it look at the community, look around you. How can you come through? How can you do so? What can you do? And that was her task for that year mm-hmm. and then uh that's how it continued in um, 2019 it was around election period and um there were a lot of um, violence and some uh, water views going on and we as an organization we had to come out let our voice be heard to do a form of advocate for peace you know so we came up with vote and not fight project Mm-hmm. elections are not war just go and vote and not fight uh, ballot not bullet and that was the this project we took on for that year 2019 that's and, awesome uh, we kept we kept on telling people peace the essence of what we had to do um, encourage the politicians not to uh, fund illicit or Ill- illiterate youths to come and um, the perpetrators of violence and crime because the youths are known for perpetrators of violence and all. Mm-hmm. So it was a major campaign all around and we were 
the, uh, the head of it, along with other NGOs who also came in to also support. Then in 2020, we came up with revamping agriculture. That's the project that is still going on because the Queen has not handed over yet. We tend to do revamping agriculture. We went to schools trying to make young people water their interests to practice agriculture, communities, religious centers, and all. And then we kept at that. 2021, we decided to come up with entrepreneurship now. The idea is to give these young ladies kind of a grant or a grant and a motivation to sponsor or to fund their any skill or talent they have. Let's say you are a hairstylist, caterer, you're good in culinary things and all. You now have this opportunity to establish yourself and then probably teach some other young people growing up or employ other people growing up and all. So that is the idea of this entrepreneurship. And then there's going to be a lot of skill acquisition, skill training and all in the coming year. So that's already planned ahead that our organization is going to be doing. That is amazing. I love that. I love that you have it so well planned out and the topics for the queens to work that type of skill or that type of advocacy each year. That's amazing how you have that set up for them. And I'm so excited to talk about that more. Can you, if the listeners wanted to know more information about this event for the end August 14th, yeah, is this Just, going to be on the web on a type of a website? Is this going yeah, to be live on some type of place where they can do? Mm, Wave of Success as an NGO has a website www.wsf.com.ng that is for Wave of Success Foundation. And then uh, when you follow it, you tend to see every activity that Wave of Success Foundation does as a way of reaching out and um, touching lives little acts of kindness and all. And now Face of Success, now as uh, initiative on that wave of Success Foundation, we have um, a page on Instagram. It's just Face of Success on Instagram. And we also have a page on Facebook. And normally for people who cannot um, attend the event from uh, wherever they are, we normally usually do um, live streaming on mm-hmm. that day. So you can watch it wherever you are with your phone. You can see what is going on and all. That is awesome. So I was also looking at your, um, you have a hashtag that's called uh, Humanity First. Is that something? Yes. Yes. Tell me more about that. Humanity First is my belief or idea to say that don't just, in as much as there's a lot of suffering going on in the world and all that, there's still a little thing you can do for somebody. But then this guy offered to do it for a very, very small amount of money. And she was surprised at what? Are you kidding me? You want to do this for this amount of money? He said, yes, he can do it. He just wants to eat. And then she now gave him. And I said, okay. She even offered to double the money for him just to do that job. And then he was doing it. She offered to give him food and all. He was so happy and excited. He did that job with the whole of his heart, mind and everything. And then... She was now like, wow, I want you. I want you to keep coming around every now and then. Can I call you or something? And he was like, he didn't have a phone. And all he had was a little SIM card with a number. And his phone he had, he had sold it and used it to eat. Use the money to eat. Oh, wow. And then she remembered she, remembered she had this small phone inside. And she took this phone and then gave him that 
to dash him. You won't believe that when this young man put the sim inside the phone she gave him, that was when a call just came in from a man he had worked for like a year before then. And the man was like, hey, where have you been? I've been looking for you. I've had this 100,000 that I want to give you. And I've been trying your number. I didn't want to look like I cheated you from what from the job you did for me. And now your number finally went through. Oh, my goodness. And it was like a life-changing opportunity for this um, young man. But the significance here is that he appreciated the woman that gave him that phone more than the money that came. Because he just came and told her that if you had not given me that phone to put my steam in it, I would not have received that call yeah. that came in wow. to get that 100,000 naira. So humanity first is just a little thing that you can do for somebody, a little act of kindness, lack initiative, little act of kindness, the littlest, the most little thing, because um, the world is actually filled with suffering right now. And then uh, you see some people wondering that, um, what can I uh, do to just take care of myself, my family and all, but it's never like that. Mm. It's not like that. So you now wonder, it's just an idea that why people of high status, how would they care about little low people? Mm -hmm. it's hard to say you know because i would say that people in low status are hurting they are hurting and they are in need of little help and you can just do anything anything you can do to just put a smile on somebody's face and we go out with that mindset that we is can make the world so a better true. place that is so true absolutely so that is when you carry humanity first in your mind you will not want to hurt your neighbor you only want to see your neighbor smile Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. Thank you, Jasmine. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Jasmine, I think it's uh, actually a great thing you're doing. Uh, some people will be wondering, uh, what's he doing here? And uh, sometimes I'm actually wondering that myself too. You're doing a wonderful job. That's what you're doing. <laughs> I guess I guess that's the point, actually. And uh, without all this, I might never have met you. Mm-hmm. And you might not have met me too. And don't back down because there's always a reward for impacting a person's life. Mm -hmm. When you make somebody happy, there's just always a reward. So don't think that you're just doing it or you're wasting your time. And so that is just, I want to call out on people. And especially if you are a stakeholder on um, um, health, education, agriculture, peacekeeping and all, there are a lot of suffering going on in the world in that place and if you're strong enough you have finances or you have anything and you want to reach out to people you can actually do so you can do so and fund wave of success foundation in africa here where there's actually a lot of suffering actually going on malnutrition ranging from malnutrition but in children and all poor health status and where you see prevention is better than cure so there's always something that we can do plead that I, I can be contacted or I can be reached. And every time my number is always going through and I'll always answer any call that comes in or message. Yeah. Yes, you have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Noise Palu Zion podcast. I'm Jasmine Castillo, also known as DJ Jim Jam. If you are wanting to be promoted on my podcast, please reach out to me if you are a small business entrepreneur musician, or artist, www.jasminecastillovoice.com. 
Stay tuned for the next upcoming episode. 